Hey there guys and gals, all you Hepcats, Cool Kittens, you diesel-powered disciples of cool. This is the Diesel Punk Podcast, the voice of Diesel Punk, and I am your host, the King of Swing, the Tower of Power, Big Daddy Cool, you can call me Johnny, and swinging solid with me, right beside me, hip to hip, is the one, the only, the fabulous, daring darling of the skies, Daisy O'Dare. Say hello, Daisy. Well, I was just about to. What's buzzing, cousin? We are here live together. This is almost an annual happening. Yeah. Last year we didn't get to do live from a con. Or no, we did. River City. River City. River last City. Year. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, this is our annual live con coverage. Yes. Yes. So. Um, Always once a year. Yeah, I, and, and sometimes more. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It is because when I get to see John. Oh, you're. So Sweetheart, baby, I, I love you too, and and it is a lot of fun to be hanging out. We're hanging out at Mid South Con. No, Mid-South we're not Mid South Con. That was. That was You're living in the uh, future. Uh, uh, sorry, guys. We are hanging out at Shadow Con, which predates or precedes in the year Mid South Con, which will be later in the year. But uh, same area and a lot of the same faces. So that's why you know my mind kind of went there the last time. Uh, one of the last times we did this was uh, at Mid South Con as well. So, but we're at ShadowCon. Yes, ShadowCon, and um, ShadowCon is a little bit more. What would you say? Um, they call it a relaxocon. A relaxocon. Yeah. It's kind of just like a big geek family reunion. ShadowCon's initial purpose was basically just the New Year's party for the local. Um, I think the local SCA group. And what does SCA stand SCA, for? SCA, the Society of Creative Anachronisms. They're the folks you see in the park hitting each other with wooden swords in the in the armor and everything. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, they're the, uh, they are the, um, they, I can't even explain them because I'm not one of them, but my parents were. So really? I, I, I didn't come, know that. I come by my geekery honest. Yes, my parents were Lady Natasha of Verona and Lord Patrick Seamus Sunbird of Grainish. And, and where are they now? Well, they're not in the SCA anymore. I guess the torch has been passed. Interesting. Interesting. So so your folks were hanging out with Aubrey Stevens and Cliff? With Aubrey and with Kane, yep. yep. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. I'm well, a second generation geek. Well, this is kind of it does have the feeling of an uh, of a family reunion, and you know, over the last several years, I've come to know many of these people really well through the con circuit, like Aubrey, like Cliff, like Carlin, and uh, Garrett, the Dunwalds, and, and you know, several others, and. Um, it is a smallish con. Yeah. Uh, probably about what two hundred people. I think they've had badges for two hundred. Maybe three hundred by the I'm, end of I'm the day. I'm thinking three hundred because I've seen some badges that said three hundred on them. So. Yeah. Because I've been eyeing some of the stuff in the auction over there. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And and I I donated something to the auction. Yeah, a I copy saw of it. Tales from the Flip Side. I a signed saw it over copy. There. I saw your your smiling face. 
Not yeah. the cover of the Rolling Stone, but you know, the cover of the Pro Se book. <laughs> <laughs> Which uh, Tommy has shared some awesome news about the potential future for uh, Tales from the Flipside. We're working on Volume 2. It should be coming out this year, and uh, maybe Volume 3 even by the end of the year, depending on uh, how everything goes. But um, we're, we're not here to talk about me. No. Although that is the most interesting topic. Uh, of the weekend, no, no. <laughs> we. Uh, it's your we, favorite topic. It is. It is. I, I will uh, gladly admit that. Um, but uh, you know, we're we're hanging out, and last night, mm-hmm. you and I mm-hmm. shared the stage once again. Yes, we did. And this is the third or fourth show. Let's see. There was. Oh, I hear jingles. There. Oh, here comes Shucks and Shimmies. He's got his full accoutrements on, and he is jingle jangling around the floor. We've got Shucks that jingle jangle jingle. (laughs) All his dangly bits. So, for for people who are listening to the podcast, they don't know that Shucks is uh, one of the performers with Big Daddy Cool and the Bombshell Kittens. He's a, a an honorary Bombshell Kitten. I'm not exactly sure how that works. Bombshell Tomcat. Like a bombshell puppy. Well, he can be a puppy if he wants. He wants wants to be a puppy. All right. So anyway, we did the show last night. I think it's the third time we've shared the stage. Maybe fourth. There was Geekonomicon. There was MidSouthCon. There was River City. It's the fourth time. Fourth time, yeah. And and, uh, the, the audience... Loved you. Oh, gee. Once again, and uh, we had because you and Ginger and Chuck softened them up for me. Well, that's <laughs> I I don't know, but you know, you know, I, I, we talked about this on the podcast leading up to this, mm-hmm. but you and I, yeah, out of that cast, yeah, are the two true diesel style performers. Yes, I mean Ginger can do some diesel she style can. burlesque, and she did her Jessica Rabbit act. Oh, that's so right, that's, that's right, that's right, style. that's right. But but her final act wasn't. Oh, but it was lovely. But it was fantastic. Oh, it, was lovely. it was fantastic. You know, one of the things I'm trying to do is to spread diesel punk through entertainment. So I try as much as possible to bring everybody in in that diesel aesthetic, mm-hmm. um, and and. Um, Sometimes I succeed, sometimes I have to compromise, but um, you are definitely one of the ones that, you know, I can say, this is Diesel Punk. Put a, put a thumbtack in it. All right. And, Daisy um, Diesel Punk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why you're a co-host of the Diesel Punk <laughs> podcast. Um, but we, we had a great audience. Mm. They, they oh. were generous with their tips in the donation box. And they bantered back and forth with us, and that was absolutely... That was, we, they they didn't just sit there and watch. They participated and they gave us feedback. And we, I think it was, um, I think out of all the shows I've done with you, I think that was the one that I felt the best about. Well, you know, that's interesting. One of the things I try to do yes. through the character of Big Daddy Cool yeah. is to create this atmosphere where the audience feels comfortable like they are in a nightclub or a speakeasy and have the freedom to interact and that's just how it felt yeah yeah so uh you know that was a lot of fun and um so we we had that and now what was interesting though is we got we all got here about noon yesterday one o'clock ish and um we weren't sure if there was going to be a convention Mm. Because 
over the New Year's holiday, uh, there had been a water pipe bust and flood the electrical room and knock out the AC and uh, all kinds of electricity, all of the electricity in the hotel. And it took them, what, four days to get everything up. And as of like three or four o'clock yesterday afternoon, they still didn't have the green light from the fire marshal to, to oh go goodness. on with the, the con. And so, um, you know, it was touch and go there for a minute, but they did give us the green light, the con opened uh, a few hours late. But, um, you know, we, we, we've had a great time. Everyone here is in good spirits about that. I've not heard anyone complaining about that. No, um, yeah, everybody's trying to have the best time that they can given the circumstances, and I think they're succeeding. I see a lot of laughter. Yeah, a lot of laughter, a lot of talk, and a lot of conversation. I I could, at ShadowCon, I could stand and talk with somebody for 30 minutes and realize, oh, I gotta go. You know, yeah. I just have, I've had a great time here, and, uh, you know, it may be a little, a little nippy in the rooms, but. <laughs> because it's taken that long for the heat to kind of yes. filter through. Now, in the dealer's room today, it is so hot. It is nice in the dealer's room. Yeah, that uh, I've, I've had to take off a few layers. And, uh, you know, we'll, uh, they open the door so the heat can go out into the hallway. Um, but um, all in all, good. Uh, today, we're going to do some more panels. We, we did a panel this morning on uh, steampunk or diesel punk. Yeah, Me and Tommy. And Tommy. Yeah. And, um, well, you contributed. You were in the audience and, and adding your thoughts. And Did you notice that Tommy and I you, you, almost converged you on our... Bit, you got a little bit closer to seeing eye to eye there. Yeah, I think. It's the brims of the fedoras that are keeping you from... <laughs> That's funny. I think, he is not going to admit it, but I think I convinced him that Indiana Jones does qualify as diesel punk under the definition as we've laid it out. So why does Tommy not think that it's diesel punk? Well, <clears throat> because it was created before there was a genre known as diesel punk. Oh, created before the concept of diesel punk was classified. Right. And so he would maintain that it's it's pulp. Okay. It's pulp adventure, which okay. I don't disagree with. It is right, pulp adventure. Right. But when you when you look at the tenets that have been laid out by the people now who are creating and shaping the genre it's contemporary in origin it's got the aesthetics of the era and it's got science fiction fantasy in this case with uh, indiana jones the occult for the most part and um those three items make it diesel punk and not not just pulp or period adventure and uh, i think I think he he might have come around. Now he will not admit that. No, never. But but I I I got that feeling that he was like, oh okay, I can I can live with that. All right. So well, there was a bit of a meeting of the minds, if you will. Yeah, yeah, and and for those of you listening, Tommy and I aren't going, th you know, no. throat to throat, knocking there's, each there's other no out. Brawling. Yeah, it's just it's a fun uh, panel that we do every once in a while and. Um, last time we did it was at Geekonomicon three years ago, and um, yeah, so a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Tonight we've got um, we've got the, the cosplay contest. Um, Ginger and I are doing a panel on what is burlesque, and we might might have a reprieve performance tonight. 
might. Might. They don't know where their DJ is oh, no. for their dance. So I think what we're going to do, mm-hmm. Daisy, we might do a couple of performance pieces. Okay. But we're going to open up the dance floor and we're going to host the Shadow Con Swing Dance. Oh, boy. I, uh, that sounds like fun. That sounds like uh, something I've never uh, seen at a convention before, the swing dance thing. So that'll be interesting. Well, you know, it's the music I got available. Kind of a time traveler's ball. And, you know, SCA stands for the what? Society of Creative Anachronisms. So we're going to have an anachronism tonight, maybe. Don't have an anachronism tonight. I love anachronisms. They make me feel good. You should see a doctor about that. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, So, uh... If for those people who are listening, yeah, why you've already touched on it a little bit, but if there's a con going on near them, mm. why should they go? Why should they go to a con near them? So, well, the reason that I finally started going to cons near me was so that I could I could find people who were interested in the same things that I was interested in. I could go to a place where I could be openly geeky and not feel like I had to hide it or be a little ashamed of it or tone it down or anything like that. A place where I could, you know, meet other people and see them do their thing and see great costumes and, you know, if there was a, if there was a celebrity there I'd like to meet, I'd like to meet them too. I mean, that's, what, that's the reason I first started going to cons was to get autographs from Star Trek actors. But it also, those con experiences opened me up to wanting to go to cons just for the sake of con. Yeah. So it started with the celebrity thing, but it, it developed into more of a community thing. What What is your favorite kind of event or programming aspect of a con? My favorite programming aspect of a con? Well... You're, you're one of those weird people who likes to go from panel to panel. I do. I like going to panels, but I also just... I just like mingling around, you know, in the exhibitors area and the dealers area, just seeing all these people I know and talking to them. You know, some people, I only see them when I go to a convention. Yeah, yeah. And so it's a chance to catch up and uh, say hello and give them a hug and give Tommy some money for another book because he has to sell me a book every time. He he hasn't this time yet, but I wonder, you know, if he might have a last-minute miracle. Actually, he's got a great book over there. Yeah. Um, the uh, I'm looking at it right now, and I can't read the cover of it. It's uh, which one is it? The it's one the, the Shanghai p- Adventure thing. Shanghai Adventure. It's not. That's thing. not what the cover the says. Vale? No. no, I don't know. Night Vale is the one he tried to sell me. Because <laughs> I always got, ask him, you know. Gatermadung is. They have that. Yeah, I saw that one. And and uh, yeah. Yeah, so good stuff. Tommy Hancock, the editor-in-chief of Pro Se Productions, is right across the aisle way from us. And so uh, we can see their stuff on their desk. And, you know, the reason Tommy and I do the steampunk or dieselpunk panel is because he's publishing genre fiction, which a lot of it falls in the steampunk and dieselpunk realm. And so he's uh, definitely someone qualified to, uh, to speak on that. And he's kind of a silent participant. 
in the diesel punk community. You know what? You're right. He, 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 I mean, there's usually nothing silent about him. <laughs> well, but he doesn't post a whole lot in the forums, but no. he reads everything that is posted. And, and he stays up on who's doing what. And so that's, uh, that's really awesome. Um, Harry is with me. We're selling books at the table. Harry, lean in here. Tell, tell our audience listening to the Diesel Punk podcast what your favorite part of ShadowCon has been. It's pretty much the family atmosphere. They called it a Relaxicon earlier, and I couldn't agree more. You kick your feet up, you enjoy a good book, go see a great panel, maybe even a burlesque cabaret or two, and just enjoy yourself the whole weekend. You know, I got to tell you, too, they're, they're con suite. I was about to say, oh, man. Now, I thought before this weekend yeah. that nobody could do better than Hypericon. And I'm sorry, Hypericon, but... ShadowCon is nipping at your heels. It's they it's have good. a phenomenal yeah. con suite. They got all kinds of homemade stuff in there. They've got crock pots with meatballs and chili to go on nachos, and oh, it looks fan- it's all fantastic. The chicken salad the was chicken to salad, die for. The chicken salad is legendary. Our buddy Jeff Harris has considered making T-shirts for ShadowCon that just say "I'm just here for the chicken salad." That's how legendary it is. He needs to do that. He does. He needs to do that. He needs to make chicken salad. Yeah, he does because it's good. I will definitely be back. Um, you know, the 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 outcome of this weekend has been fantastic, and um, the one thing we we, we still got to figure out, Daisy. Yeah. And and. We, we've talked about this on the podcast a lot. Yeah. How do we get more people to show up and represent their dieselness? Ooh. I've only seen a handful of steampunk people. Right. Um, maybe one or two. So, that I mean, it's not like that's the overwhelming thing. Yeah, this isn't thing. a big cosplay con. But how do we get more people to represent their dieselness? Well, for a long time, I was a diesel punk and I didn't know it. Right. So I have a feeling a lot of the folks here, they might be diesel punks and not be hep to that idea that diesel punk is something that you can be. Yeah. I think I think we made a convert in uh, in our panel, the uh, the, uh, the skeleton, skeleton crew. crew. Oh, yeah. they were fantastic, though. They were fantastic. And they actually stayed... You know, we, we called them in because... Johnny thought that he was dressed up like the character Brother Bones. Right. And these two gentlemen came in with skeleton masks, and one of them was, you know, in a fedora and a trench coat, and the other one was in a more steampunk style with a top hat and a coat. And um, they sat with us, and they talked to us, and they, you know, asked questions and got really involved in the panel. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think you may have made some converts. Yeah. Well, you know, that's kind of my goal with, with coming to these cons and doing this is, you know, uh, to, to spread the gospel of, of diesel punk. I am the you prophet the of... in the wilderness. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's good. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, um... Especially at convention. Convention's a wilderness. See geeks in the wild. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so um, we're going to finish up today. It's a two-day con, so tonight is it, and then it's back to the real world on Sunday. Ah, jeez. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, shucks. I don't like that place. But um, what do you have going on? What are you working on? What's coming up in the life of Daisy O'Dare? 
Well, the next big con coming up is going to be Mid-South yes. Con in March. So I will definitely be uh, representing us there. And uh, I'm working on some new cosplay for it. I'm working on improving my Diesel Punk Starfleet that I debuted last year at Mid-South Con. And I'm also working on some other costumes that aren't necessarily Diesel related. I might bring back Betty Boop. I might bring back Pearl Forrester. Or I might do something in a completely different direction. That sounds good. That sounds good. I'm gonna now, I haven't heard if I've been a panelist or not. But, you know, I'd love to be a panelist. They usually put me on costuming if I am. Well, did you uh, did you apply yes. as the Diesel Punk podcast? Well, I applied as Daisy O'Dare, like I always do. But I mentioned the Diesel Punk podcast in my bio. Well, you, I know, but you can actually leverage our listenership. Oh. You have full permission. Oh, okay. As a co-host. Okay. To, to use that chip. Yes, sir. <laughs> all right, I've been told. I've been told. All right, all right. Well, anything, uh, anything uh, like uh, last time we talked, um, we, we talked about some uh, some films that had come out. Have you have you seen or read or listened to anything or not yet? Not anything yet, that our listeners should be aware. I did find out something about the shape of water that has made me hesitant to see it. I've heard there is something that happens in it where if I see this particular thing happen in a movie, it sticks with me forever and disturbs me and I have nightmares about it. So I don't know if I'm going to go see that. We'll or talk about that offline. That, uh, some other time, yeah. But as far as Star Wars, I'm hoping to get to see that sometime soon because I'm way behind on movies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If, if you've not seen Last Jedi, you certainly are. But, um, yeah, good stuff, good stuff. Well, anything you want to leave our audience? Well, I just want to say, you know, it's a new year, and uh, I'm happy to be involved with the... Uh, it's not our anniversary, but I'm happy to be involved with the podcast for another year. And I hope that all of you out there are looking... F- towards a brighter and uh, better 2018 because we survived 2017 we made it we got through it yeah we did we got through it so here's to 2018 and here's to a year where we can more fully be ourselves and be comfortable with who we are and just have fun we need to start having fun yeah, absolutely. I think 2018 is going to be a good year. I think so, too. I think a lot of people are saying that. Yeah, I feel really optimistic, and and I think it's it's going to be good. So, uh, well, guys and gals, that's it. We just wanted to come to you live from the floor here and chit-chat a little bit with you. Um, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email at feedback at dieselpunkpodcast.com. And, of course, listen to other shows on iTunes and Stitcher and... and uh, Give us a review. Give us a five-star review. Post a comment on iTunes or Stitcher. Make it good. <laughs> and, uh, you know, help us spread the uh, gospel of diesel punk. And, um, oh, you know what? So across the way, I just had this debate uh-huh. online. Uh-huh. Uh, a guy's holding up the cover of Marvel Star Wars number one, which is a variant cover, which has yeah. Jackson on the oh cover, gosh, the, the big green rabbit. Yeah. And, you know, he was part of the expanded universe um, that was wiped away. Yeah. And then they put him on the cover of the official canon series. I think they're trying to make a statement. So does, does that qualify enough for him to be back as part of canon? 
You know Star Wars better than I do. I say yes, but a lot of people disagree with me. Jackson seems like the kind of character that uh, people might be like, hey, what's that? And get interested. I I can't believe that that they don't use him. I mean, a wisecracking rabbit with... uh, a samurai sword? Uh, no, Ray Gun. He uses Ray, oh, Ray Guns. Guns. He was okay. the original Rocket oh, Raccoon. Of, I'm thinking of Usagi Yojimbo. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, that's all right. That's all right. But, uh, yeah, great, great character. Anyway, right. anyway, so uh, send us your email. Connect with us on Diesel Punk Podcast. Listen to more great content. And, um, you know, as always, uh, visit our sponsors, audible.com. We've not talked about them in a while, but you can get a free audio book on us. They are returning as a sponsor, so check them out at audibletrial.com slash dieselpoweredpodcast and uh, Comic Bento. Uh, we're at a Comic-Con, so what better place to talk about Comic Bento? They deliver a, uh, a monthly mystery box of graphic novels to your door, at least $50 worth. This last month, Daisy, I got five graphic novels, and yeah. then... Yeah. And then, and then two weeks later, along came I got a bonus yeah. graphic novel, uh, Spider-Man Year One, Ooh. like out of the blue. I wasn't even expecting it. It was a year-end Ooh. gift from Comic Bento. Well, that's awful nice of them. Yeah, sign up for uh, Comic Bento at mycomicbento.com. That's mycomicbento.com. Well, guys and gals, that is it for us from the floor of ShadowCon 2018. It's been an awesome con. If you're in the area next year, make sure to make it one of your go-to cons. Yes. And until the next time, swing hard, swing often, and we'll catch you on the flip side.